an instrumental part of Agora Worldwide. Agora Worldwide. Agora Worldwide. Counter economics. Agorist strip. Black market click. Move a quick flip. Can't regulate this. Agorist strip. Black market click. Move a quick flip. Can't regulate this. Agorist. Nexus podcast. I'm Brandon. I've got my great co-host Dag with me, and, and sometimes I'm actually his co-host, but um, but I'm okay with that. How, how you doing, Dag? I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty good indeed. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Got some. Uh, got. Just want to do a short news. Just do some short news stuff today. And yeah, we'll have we'll have a pretty exciting episode for you coming up pretty soon. But um, wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, PreSearch, decentralized search engine. Decentralize your searches. Don't get censored searches. So none of the searches that you'll have will be censored, um, which is really nice. So if you're actually trying to look for, or, you know, when I'm personally trying to look for some tinfoil hat stuff, um, sometimes I can't find it on Google. I can always find it on pre-search and uh, earn crypto from uh, from doing that. So yeah, very nice. No spying, just a, just a good all around project. And they're, um, they're definitely getting better too. Yeah. Check it out on uh, presearch.org. Yeah. I love that project and you can, seamlessly change between search engines if you need to but lately i haven't even really been changing so um, yeah no the, the only one well i used to do it a lot for like looking up like crypto coins i'd hit it over to um coin gecko or whatever but a lot of them you just type in the ticker symbol and it automatically brings that up at the top anyhow now so it's uh yeah it's getting uh, more intuitive which is very nice right right yeah so with that out of the way uh what um what what do we got in terms of uh news dag what do we want to start with? Well, I don't know, man. Let's go ahead and start with uh, old Prince Philip there. Prince Who Philip died. The, if you guys didn't the, know, or the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> um, what? Uh, I mean, what? So I don't know how British royalty works. I mean, what the what the heck did he actually like do? I mean, or what was he? I mean, they don't do anything, right? They're just they just exist. Is that what British royalty does these days? Well, they talk about, and it's it's funny because the um the royal the like when you hear news describe royalty they describe it like it's oh it's such a burden and like he had to like help the queen he had to like step down from his naval position and like help the queen it's like you know it's not that hard to to hang a reef and drink expensive champagne you know i want to see i want to see royalty uh, work in a factory 12 to 14 hours a day. You know, I, I want to see that. I want, I want to see them actually produce something. And, uh, it kind of, kind of grinds my gears. Cause, um, cause they're, they're, they're not productive. Um, and you know, they are the biggest, they're, they're, they're pretty much the biggest welfare whores on the planet. Um, everywhere they go, it's super expensive to, you know, have drivers and security and um, all this other stuff. They and and yeah, they. I mean, they're not even really needed. Um, well, they were never needed, right? But but even so, less now because royalty doesn't make any pol- like they make almost yeah, zero political. Yeah, they make almost zero political decisions. From my understanding, it's you know, Parliament makes all the decisions. Um, pretty much so it's like yeah they, they don't really if they do do anything it's not really of any significance so, so yeah. I, I do got to say one one good thing to come of them is the uh the, the queen and all the memes of her like she's just great 
something about her face. I don't know. She's great. I say her face, but like, she's just so memeable. Like one of my favorites where they took Trump's face and put him on like her body, you know, like Trump's like angry faces. That one was really great. And then another one of my favorites, uh, and this kind of goes with what you were just saying. She's sitting there like, I don't know, doing a talk or giving a lecture about why we need to sacrifice. I think it was about COVID and she's sitting in front of like a solid gold piano you know and it's like, Bitch, <laughs> yeah like 24 carat yeah i don't want to talk about or who you talk about sacrificing anything you know like you said i want to see him do some work i want to see them dig a ditch oh that'd be satisfying but oh well what are you gonna do right yeah i mean oh man these people and uh so so i'm sure he died of covid right yeah yeah you, you know it's funny about that is um he's reported as the uh in the last year he is the only person who has died from old age. So there have been zero people in the UK who have died from um, from old age. He's the only one. A privilege. Yeah. So pretty, uh, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, we we've quoted him on the show before, um, right? Uh, he's been talking about coming back as a uh, as a virus to kill as many people as possible. Yeah, that so, was in game. That was in game five. So yeah, definitely check yeah, that so out, guys. Yeah, he's a. Um, it's a real loss to the world. Let me just say, you know, that somebody like that isn't with us anymore. <laughs> yeah, real huge loss. Yeah, we're, me and Dag were personally mourning before the show, uh, <laughs> tears in our eyes and everything. So. Um, yeah, I'm actually drinking tea right now just to, um, you know, some solidarity with those poor <laughs> folks over there in Britain. Right. Yeah. Did true loss to the world for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Anything else on that turn? Um, not. You we'll do a quote, actually, didn't you? We do, yeah. But well, you know what? How about we'll save that one for the end of the show. So stick okay. around. We'll yeah. we'll we'll make that our end quote. Then we got what else do we got? We got. Well, if we keep with the famous people, let's uh, let's move on to DMX, I suppose, which I'm sure everybody's heard by now. DMX has sadly passed um but uh a couple things like one it's um you know they i guess we can say we don't know why you know and a lot of people there are some people claiming it was like drug overdose people claiming it was heart attack some people like his family noting that he had gotten the covid vaccine you know we don't know you know what it is it's just it's just not good optics well and then (laughs) And then some, yeah, it's not. And then like some of the family members are even saying that they know it wasn't a drug overdose, that if that is true, it's kind of like the media is trying to cover up for the vaccines and ruin his, his reputation, even in the grave. If that was the case, then yeah. that should infuriate a lot of people because I mean, well, the, the media is really, and they've, they've proven this, that the media is really the enemy of the people or uh, one of them for that matter. But uh but yeah, what else did you have, Doug? Sorry, I think I, I'm really good at interrupting oh, you. So yeah, good. Um, it's my job. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, like one of the articles I read, I think it was like TMZ or whatever, but you know, they just kept saying like that like the family was denying that it was overdose, but they just kept asserting that it was an overdose, but they never stated a source for that at all. But they just kept asserting that. So either a, it's just shabby reporting or trying to make things look bad, or you know, if we want to go a little more tinfoil hatty, could be covering up for whatever. I'm not saying it's any, it's any of those, you know, it's any yeah. of those, but it's just one of those things that who who knows. But it just sucks. I mean, I was definitely a, a fan of DMX, uh, definitely uh, back in the day, and I uh, listened to a lot of his stuff over the last couple of days. And you know, I uh, I'm not usually 
emotional or really care at all when like celebrities die you know some people get way too upset um but uh but i gotta admit this one this one kind of sucked i, I, I kind of dug dmx you know i didn't have any posters of him over my bed or anything crazy but you know um it's a it's a shame he's only 50 what are you gonna do yeah and for those that don't know i mean me and dad were were alive in the 90s and and definitely old enough to remember uh remember seeing him on like mtv and stuff and um he was actually pretty big people say oh uh you know especially these 19 year olds are like oh he wasn't that big and it's like dude he's actually pretty big in the in the late 90s there for a minute wasn't he like dating alia or something too i don't know Um, i think something like that he was in a couple movies he was in belly which was great uh and then yeah he had several albums and he just did a lot of stuff with a lot of other artists as well he uh also was in some other like compilation groups so yeah he definitely had a lot of uh, material out there and definitely a very unique sound you know he had the whole i'm not gonna do it but you know the whole dog barking thing that was kind of his thing you know <laughs> and uh but uh but no he was good i mean i and then there was x came out when i was in, like eighth grade and i listened to that like if you could burn out a cd by listening to too, too much i would have done it to that thing like i listened to it so much but yeah, yeah I, um, I definitely listened to that album too probably not as much as you but yeah i definitely listened to it and um you know i think too is like this is something that we forgot to bring up is that the family actually uh said that um that if it was an overdose that the doctors would have said something to them and they didn't they're saying that the doctors didn't say anything about a drug overdose to them so again if it's if that's true and it's just the media it's it's like man you know, now you guys are just spewing propaganda now and, and, and straight up lying. And it's like, again, again, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, it is either this or either that we, we don't know, but yeah, I mean, if, if that's the case, then it's like, you know, what is the media even good for if they're just going to lie to us? Right. They're, they're supposed to give us, they're supposed to give us the, you know, they're supposed to keep us well informed. And if they can't even do that, then well, what are they good for? You know? You know, it's kind of funny that I just was thinking about and I was like, okay, so he got, he got vaccinated. So let's say he died of a drug overdose or a heart attack, but he hadn't been vaccinated. It would have been COVID, right? <laughs> like they would have called it COVID. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, then we can go back to dying of other things now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it never, um, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, so... <laughs> I don't know, I guess, I don't know. I, so, I don't know. RIP DMX. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, um, did, well, did, we wanna, did we want to talk about this um, this article, the um, how to speak to someone who's hesitant to get vaccinated? I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, well, I, you know, I do kind of want to, um, there's this one part of this article, and it's on, it's CNN Health article by ryan pryor how to speak to someone who's hesitant to get vaccinated and they go over like site they cite scientific data right um but uh i think this is kind of biased because yeah give people space listen to their concerns blah 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 you know relatively reasonable stuff and then um and then they hit us with uh emphasize the social norm and that's the that's the this is the um part of the article that really got me uh uh go ahead if you if you want to run with it 
Yeah, man. Um, yeah, let me just like, the, the first paragraph of this is, is really good of this, uh, this section here. Um, there are groups of people who are vaccine hesitant because it's part of their social identity, said Dr. Richard Pan, a pediatrician and a California state senator who co-authored 2015 legislation to remove personal belief as a reason for vaccine exemptions. Um, so, yeah, they say, look, people are hesitant because, you know, they think it's part of their social identity. And of course, that's just how Richard, I guess that's a he, um, how he, um, how he sees it, you know, maybe there's other reasons, you know, but at any rate, that's how he sees it. So he's like, so we're just going to make a law that says, you know, you can't do that. You know, you can't have social identity. Uh, and then he goes on to say that, oh, it used to be crunchy white moms who were ill into wellness and essential oils. That was a stereotypical vaccine hesitant mother. mother. But now, um, and it notes here he's a Democrat, but now it's Republicans and white evangelical Christians who say they will definitely not get the vaccine. So they're the ones that he um, that he wants to target now. So you know, not political or anything. You know, of course. Of course not. But it's a, uh, you know, I definitely think this just goes into the whole general shift and everything that happened after. I'm just calling it the sixth. What do we call the sixth of January? I'm not going to call it the insurrection. That's stupid. Um, but it's like you know, since then, where it's like they're really getting like profiles and very broad profiles of people to demonize for various reasons and people who are against the general good you know, or whatever. Uh, and that's, that's kind of worrying. And obviously I'm not a Republican, but as far as a Democrat is concerned, I'm, I am, you know, or I'm just as bad. So um, there's one other part of this as towards the beginning of this article that I, I, I kind of thought was something too. Uh, there basically is this uh, pediatrician who is talking about how she talks nervous mothers into vaccinating their children. And one of the things that she says in here is to navigate the complexity, she tells her families that she would never judge parents or accuse them of not loving their kids any less if they're afraid of vaccinations. She just asks that they talk about it. Like, what the fuck kind of mental state do you have that that's your angle? Like, that you would think that because a parent doesn't want to vaccinate their child is because they don't love them. Like, that's the exact reason they don't want to vaccinate their child is because they're concerned for their health and safety. You know what I mean? And she just can't see it that way. You know, oh, no, I'm not going to judge you or accuse you of not loving your kids or anything, which almost implies that she does think that, <laughs> you know? Um, exactly, yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing, too, is that, uh, well, kids kids have, like, almost a 0% uh, risk of dying from this thing. So it's like, you know, why, um, why give them possible – because, you know, again, we, we – uh, the last episode with Tim truth, we, um, there, you know, we, we discovered that there are adverse effects to these things. So again, there's almost zero risk with your kid getting COVID. There's like almost 0% risk, but there's, you know, a higher risk than that with vaccine. So it's like, you know, I think that that it's more risky, and this is my personal opinion. I'm not a scientist or doctor or, uh, expert, but um, but yeah, I just think it's riskier to vaccinate your kid than than to not, because again, COVID. If you look at the death rates for kids, it's like almost zero percent. So yeah, I mean, it's a fucking statistical anomaly kind of thing, you know, the the one that's on there, um, and and of course, and you know that's obviously unfortunate. I'm not saying it's not that, you know, those children all had, 
you know, most likely extremely serious medical conditions otherwise uh, for something like that to happen. So, um, yeah, it's just not, especially, especially for kids, you know what I mean? There's, it's, there's just no point, you know, why, why would you risk it? But Hey guys, quick pause here to tell you about our sponsor, Devault Cryptocurrency. Ticker symbol DVT is a low cap coin with a market cap around 900,000. So there could be room for opportunity here. Not financial advice, but we really like this project. Yeah, the Devault Core Wallet is one of the best I've ever seen. Um, very user friendly, super easy to use with cold staking rewards. So it's like getting interest. Um, they're working on privacy with Terraform, also uh, DeFi to decentralize and replace financial institutions. So go ahead and check them out over at devault.cc and get you a Devault Core Wallet today. Also, be sure to check out the show notes to find exchanges that they are traded on. With that said, let's get back to the show. Uh, and then there's a couple other interesting little things in here. Like um, they've got some stats saying that 74% of Americans reporting they're willing to get the vaccine, which is up from 65% in December. Still, though, some 26% of Americans say they would not get a vaccine. And they go on to say how that's concerning because, you know, we need to get this critical number of people for herd immunity. But A, they're already talking about 75% of people. And B, if this thing is awful and contagious as they've been telling us it is from the beginning, we should have all already had it. So, like, we should all already be, like, immune or immune enough. So if only a quarter of people are vaccinated, only a small percentage of them wouldn't have been exposed to it at this point. So it's, like, really, like... Like, I just don't, I just don't understand. I just don't understand, you know, their, their argument for why we all need to be vaccinated for this. You know, and they, they say things, you know, they, and they try to come out with things like, oh, well, new variants or something. I'm like, well, this, but this vaccine doesn't cover that anyhow. So what's the, what's the difference? I don't know, man. Yeah. Know, you know, silly. You, you bring up a good point. They have been saying that it's extremely contagious, that, um, that everyone's been getting it. They've been reporting cases which which n like never happens in in the existence of like any virus have they ever they always report deaths right but but they never report cases they've been re reporting cases all day long cases 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 and now when it comes to herd immunity um it's we all have to have herd immunity from the vaccine and nobody's gotten this thing yet kind of like yeah they're not saying yeah. that but they're kind of like implying like you know that yeah, you they apply things like antibodies wear off or something but then it, or if there's going to be mutations but then all they're saying then is that you're just going to need a different shot every year like they do with the flu and they get that one wrong like what is it only 20 percent of the time is even effective so you know it, it just sounds like they're just lining up for this is going to be a yearly thing you get your yearly covid shot and that's just me guessing i mean i, I don't know that's just but i mean what i mean how do you keep a customer right so you right. know give them something yeah. gotta keep or you gotta you're gonna have to get a subscription model you know <laughs> or you're gonna have to get a vaccine every six months or something they're, yeah i guess tim was saying that they're, they were talking about a third vaccine i think i heard that somewhere too and um yeah that's pretty baffling like i don't I don't know. I just, um, I guess, I guess my biggest thing is like, you know, if, if it hurts me, I can't sue. So, um, right. So it's like, you know, if a company puts something harmful in there, they're immune to any damages. So it's like, how, you know, what does that do incentive wise? Can they, yeah. You know, incentively, they can just rush something and be like, yeah, just just send it out. It's no problem. And um, if something does bad ha happen, it doesn't matter because, 
you know, we won't take any legal losses from it really anyway, right? So it's like, even if the vaccine is 100% safe, which it's not, um, there are adverse effects. We know that there are adverse effects. The statistics say that there are adverse effects, and, the, and these are these are coming from the vaccine companies themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with all of that, if they cannot be sued, all, all and remember, all that aside, all the adverse effects, all that aside, if they can't get sued, it's like it's like everything else, right? You go to the DMV, and they don't care if they're nice to you or not because there's no consequences. So that's kind of the same way that I look at like manufacturing stuff, right? Like, um, yeah, exactly. When you have a monopoly on something, you have no incentive to improve the item or the product or. You yeah. Know, um, if, if there's no, if people can't take legal action against you, yeah. like. And, and then that like goes to infinitum more intense when you're also required to have the product. So when you're required to you, the service, you're not required to you as well, whatever, you know, they want to be good enough to, get you to use it even if they're the only one but in something with the government or if they're making you get something you really have no choice so they really have no incentive right yeah and like if so if mcdonald's had like a certain percentage of adverse effects right and they couldn't be sued and you didn't know how many people had been damaged by mcdonald's because because of these adverse effects and you don't even know how many people have died because they settle outside of court and they they make them well, they, they, they don't even need to settle outside of court, but to, to, to pretty much just pay them hush money, they make them sign a, um, a, a non-disclosure agreement. So you don't actually know how many people have. So it's like, okay, let me ask you this, Dak. With all of that, like on a McDonald's, like would you want to go to McDonald's if, if all of that was going on? I don't know. You kind of you're kind of describing just McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. No, um, no it's except, um, you, can, no, except it's, you can sue McDonald's and yeah. they, their food's not healthy, but I mean they don't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably safer than the statistics on McDonald's are probably safer than a vaccine. Yeah, I mean, obvi- but yeah, but I mean, obviously, we're also talking about okay, just, just McDonald's just existing is one thing, but if they're actually you know doing things like having bad practices, like routinely finding rat, finding rats in a basket of fries or something, you know what I mean? That's a much different story than just being generally crappy, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, if there was something like that, and you you know you had to use them, they were your only option, uh, and they had all sorts of extra protections you know, then no, I probably wouldn't uh, attend McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to because A, I yeah. can't sue. B, I don't, um, I don't know how many victims they've created. Mm-hmm. C, because, you know, they do have legal immunity. So, you know, are they going to care if they kill me or not? So when you take this criteria that these vaccine companies have and you, uh, you, apply it to you know the 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 market today like in a regular business you know logically for me my logical conclusion is like i would not want to be a customer of a company that have the same criteria as these vaccine companies so even if the government you know was forcing me to do it i still wouldn't want to do it and then the media makes you seem crazy because because you think this because because logically in a marketplace when you look at all this stuff and you're like okay you know that doesn't seem like a good idea the media is sitting here calling you conspiracy theorists you're crazy you want to harm people um you don't love your children you know 
XYZ. So, uh, well, go, go ahead, Doc. Um, so yeah, like I was gonna say another, another good way to look at that is like, um, like a, a big problem is also that when, when they do get sued in the secret court or whatever, it's not the vaccine companies that pay, right? It's taxpayers that pay. And that's ultimately like the, one of the main problems with the whole thing. Cause like, you know, anytime there's a government or a police, you know, cops kill somebody and the family sues taxpayers pay, not the cops. Right. So, you know, that's really, there's a big issue. Cause let's even, let's take something like, okay, car companies. And I'm going to use this example because everybody's seen um, fight club and you've already run through the whole uh, mass lawsuit. They do the math. If it's cheaper to, pay the lawsuit, then not do a recall, you know, they not do the recall or if it's cheaper to do the recall, they do the recall, then pay the lawsuits, you know? And it's like, yeah, that might be a little crummy, but ultimately there's a business decision there that goes based on, you know, they have to pay out of pocket. So they still have that incentive to make their product better. And yeah, there might be a math equation there, you know, as to how much they're going to make it better, you know, based on cost, but they are responsible for those costs and there's competition in the market because there's, you know, dozens of car companies. So there is still competition in markets. So they have to both think about how much it's going to cost them to keep up bad habits and then how much is going to cost them in lost customers and they're going to go to other companies when they have better safety ratings that are done by independent firms. And that kind of, you know, market discovery and everything just doesn't happen when, you know, you have a government-backed monopoly or again, when the people who run these things aren't held financially responsible for their mistakes. Right. Okay. That's what I had. No, yeah, no, that was great. And I mean, there is some, some competition, right? You can get the Pfizer shot or the Moderna or the, um, the AstraZeneca or the Johnson Johnson. And, um, some of, some of them are different. I guess Johnson Johnson, you only need to take one. I guess it's got like all three in one shot or so. I don't know. But, um, but I mean, so there is like some kind of competition, but it, it, Right. It's nothing like a real market though. Yeah. This, it's not, it's remember it's, it's yeah. like a, they all have government backed monopolies and um, they all have nothing like a real market. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not real market, but uh, we'll get the Agora one day. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he, uh, he, he goes, he continues on here just talking about the vaccine safety and everything. And it's actually kind of funny what he says that, He's like, oh, well, some people are concerned that it's not safe. And he, he this other doctor, um, Dr. Susan Bailey, I can't even she, but anyhow, uh, says like, no, man, Pfizer released six months of data showing that it's safe and effective. We have six months of data here, Brandon. <laughs> and still 23% of people opposed to getting it say that they're waiting to confirm it's safe. And she says that, well, she says that we've already waited and we've confirmed it's safe. Like people are getting it and they're fine. Everything looks great. So she says the bottom line is the greatest risk is not getting the vaccine and becoming ill with COVID. So, you know, we have a whole six months of data, dude. How can you have any questions? You know, a regular vaccine takes like eight years, but we've had six months, dude. Yeah. Six months. It should be fine. And, and, you know, we investigated ourselves. So yeah. Get with the social norms here, bro. (laughs) Exactly. The social norms. And, uh, you know, it's like when the when the uh, when the police investigate themselves. You know, no, nothing yeah. um, nothing nefarious happened. You know, According we investigated it. It's, data. it's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! All right, we want to move on to the final item here. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, in Saint Vincent, which is in the Caribbean, uh, it's an island, 
and there's a volcano which happens there from time to time uh, i guess the last big eruption was in the 70s but because oh. we have technology now we were able to you know like nobody died or whatever they had some pre-warnings i guess in the early 1900s was it 1906 that i saw this 1906 i think it was there was an an eruption and it killed like 1600 people uh so very uh you know that that sucked and actually I'll go off on a slight tangent here um one thing that we really don't appreciate and this goes to you know environmentalists and you know uh climate change people like the amount of people that die from climate disasters is at its lowest point ever in human history and you know a lot of that's technology um you know this year they didn't know volcanoes are going to happen 1600 people died the biggest event of people dying from a natural disaster in the united states was in like the 1920s actually in like south florida a hurricane came through lake okeechobee flooded and killed like 2500 people like drown them farm workers or mostly migrant farm workers but uh but yeah we live in a really great time <laughs> like really where you know people aren't dying from things like hurricanes and volcanoes and all these terrible tragedies have killed thousands of people at a time in the past because we have you know technology it's just really amazing so anyhow sorry to go off on that but i had to so there's this island and there's this volcano that's going off and basically they're evacuating people. There's something like 20,000 people that need to be evacuated from a particular area. It's an island of about 100,000 people. How we are tying this in today to COVID and vaccines and everything is that the, I guess he's a prime minister. Yeah, the prime minister, Ralph Consalves. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, sorry uh, to everybody who speaks that language. Um, but uh, but basically, he is saying that the only people that they are going to let be evacuated to neighboring islands are people who have been fully vaccinated. So if you have not been fully vaccinated, you are not allowed to be evacuated to neighboring islands. Now, <clears throat> I haven't been able to find anything about any of these neighboring islands saying that. He's claiming that they are not allowing it. But I haven't found anything about anybody from these other uh, countries saying that. And I guess this guy has not responded to comments about it. So, you know, get it or, you know, don't get evacuated from a horribly dangerous situation. It almost seems like your risk of, you know, if there's a volcano coming, there's a fucking volcano <laughs> of like all things. And you're worried about a damn cold. Don't get on the boat with me, man. You might have a cold. You got to stay and burn up. Yeah, we can't, we can't magma. save your life. Uh, you can't save your life. Um, you know. Uh, now, that being said, um, a couple kind of higher profile things, like there's actually a couple cruise ships that were in the area. Um, it looks like um, Carnival cruise ships. And they themselves said they do not necessarily give a shit if people have the vaccine or not. They are not restricting. They, will, they are taking people, um, whether or not they've had the vaccine. Um, so, you know, don't hate on, you know, Carnival or anything. I don't know if you should like them or not, but I'm just saying it's not them. It sounds like it's just this prime minister guy who is doing this. It doesn't even sound like, you know, I mean, I haven't heard anything from the countries and I could be wrong or just have not seen it, but it sounds like it might just be this dude um, saying that. So I don't know, kind of silly. Uh, they're already evac, you know, they're evacuating a bunch of people. Um, just some numbers that kind of show how this whole thing is silly. Uh, it's an island of 100,000 people. Only about 10% of them have received even one dose of the vaccine. So how many people who actually live in the island who are fully vaccinated had all their doses and stuff would obviously be less than that 10% amount. So it's such a small amount of people that would even be eligible then to be 
evacuated onto those other things. So I don't know. It's just like all this. It just seems so silly. Yeah. And it, it really just shows you that um, it, and I think it was in game four that we talked about the 10 stages of genocide and they're like, Oh, Brandon's so. getting into end game again. But um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the 10 stages is dehumanization. So if, if, you know, the people who it's almost like a caste system, like you're not. Yeah. Excellent point. Well, yeah, and I stole the cast system from you. Actually, I don't. I I want to give credit to where credit to do. Dag said I stole it from someone else. I'm sure. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dag was saying cast system <laughs> earlier uh, before the show, and I was like, oh man, that's that's um. It, man, it really is a good way to describe it, though. You know, because they're not making you illegal. You're just a lesser. You know. Yeah, you're just a lesser human, and mm -hmm. it is it is dehumanizing. You know, we're we're not going to rescue you. You are not going to be saved. Um, you cannot be evacuated from this volcano that's spewing ash and lava um, because you haven't you haven't taken the stab. And it's really just like when I hear stuff like this, it's really disappointing. And it, it really makes me think about, you know, how you know, the way that that humanity is going. And, and, and I hope that I just hope that, um, that we don't continue down this route because it, it is a very dark path. So that that's really my hope. Um, and then did, did you have anything else on this deck? Cause I want to run one more story. Um, yeah. that, that um, ties into yeah, all this. I hope everybody on this Island ends up being okay. I'm sure there's going to be damage. It sucks. You know, um, you know, I guess there's been three eruptions. I was all, as a kid, I was always terrified of like, I was always so glad that where I live, we don't have earthquakes or volcanoes because both those things just like, it's like, you're just minding your own business and then boom, everything explodes. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I always thought it was kind of scary living in a place like that. So I don't know. I guess they got balls that I don't, that's all I got. Right. Yeah. I, I grew up in uh, California, so we definitely had earthquakes and, um, I remember seeing news footage in like the early 90s of like an earthquake or something and i was like that's terrifying that that could just happen out of nowhere <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah and if you're in the wrong place the wrong time i mean you know people do die from earthquakes so mm -hmm. um so yeah it's uh i've you know i've experienced an earthquake that that a couple earthquakes that um that that put some fear into me for sure but uh you know, it's quite a force to, you know, feel the whole entire, you <laughs> Nothing know, you can do about it. Just yeah. ride it out, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you, you know, even if you try to hold on to something, what, what you're holding on to is moving too. So that doesn't yeah. really, you know, we, we have hurricanes, but we have a warning, you know, we can prepare. So yeah. You know, the storms like a, a day or two out or something, right. Mm -hmm. but, a week um, these days. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's take a quick second to shout out Agorist Acres Seeds. Agoristacres.com stocks a variety of seeds for your garden or homestead. They also have really cool packaging instead of those silly paper envelopes. Buy seeds with crypto, support the counter economy, and become self-sustaining today. Agorist Acres offers fast shipping so you can get started right away. Make sure you use code NEXUS10 at the checkout for 10% off of your orders. Also, they will donate a portion of the sale to Agorist Nexus, helping to bring you all the great content you expect. And all right, let's get on with it. So what else you got, man? Yeah, so um, we got the, and I, I think I sent it to you earlier, but um, we've got a, the last new story I wanted to break down was the um, 
the fake coat for all you agorists out there, the fake COVID-19 vaccination cards with tests sold on the black market. And um, this is interesting. This is only from two days ago. So this is by Adam Walser. Uh, paper certificates from Centers for Disease Control provide proof for millions of people who have received COVID-19 vaccinations. But ABC Action News uh, first team has uncovered a growing black market for counterfeit vaccination certificates. Good job, guys. Um, uh, and not the Action News first team. Uh, a man who lives in Tampa Bay region recently lost a job after he was called out online for trying to sell blank CDC vaccination documents. Not all heroes wear capes. Um, this is the greatest scientific achievement in history. Getting these vaccines rolled out <clears throat> uh, said Tampa. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to, you know, uh, said Tampa wedding and events planner Brooke Palmer. Cool. Why the fuck does she have an opinion on this? Yeah, well, oh, her did, sister is an did, epidemiologist. <laughs> yeah, whose sister, whose sister's cousin's mother's. Give me a fucking break, man. Um, I like their sources. Like a wedding planner is uh, is such a good like. Why didn't they list? Did they list the person's name? Who the the, the sister? No, no. Cool so. Oh, the dude. Um, oh, James Conquer. Here, yeah. I was wondering if I knew who he was because I'm. I went to high school there. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, cool. Okay, so. Much, <laughs> um, I guess. Cool was so excited to. Is that how you pronounce that? It's K U H L. Cool, cool, K L L. I don't know. Was so excited to get her COVID nineteen vaccination. I don't know. She proudly posted pictures on Facebook. One of the <clears throat> virtue signaling. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> get that tattoo. Yeah, get sorry. That tattoo I had, while you're at it. had something in my throat. Yeah, get your tattoo. <laughs> uh, we need to be able to get back to work. We need to be able to travel uh, like we can't do it now. Um, I wanted to be able to hug my parents, Cool said. Um, cool is among thousands who display CDC vaccination cards on social media, like winning lottery tickets. Uh, I'd rather win the lottery personally. Um, to some, those four by three inch cards could could be just as valuable, potentially allowing people to return to work, fly certain places, or board cruise ships. Are they really insinuating that uh, these are really valuable and that they'll allow you to work, fly, or board cruise ships? Are we even there yet? Are we? Are we at the point to where we can't work, fly, or board cruise ships without uh, certification? Huh. Apparently, I didn't think. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think we, I didn't think we were there, but uh, um, I don't know. It sounds like they're jonesing for it. Okay, so I'll finish this article here. Um, in order for us to have our freedom in society here in the United States or around the world, we, we may need either negative COVID test or vaccine proof, said Brian Linder, an emerging threats expert for Checkpoint Software. So, like, yeah, but I mean, what about four years down the road? Are we still going to have to, like, test either test negative for COVID or have a, like, you know, is this going to, you know, is this going to be like forever? You know, is there no timeline on this thing? Um, 
So a buzz of activity on the dark web. Linder says ads for counterfeit COVID test results and vaccination certificates are blowing up on the dark web. There's a buzz of activity there. So why are people advertising there? Because they know people will come. This is great. Linder said. (laughs) Um, They know people will come. Wow. Wow. Uh, The dark web is like the wild, wild west of the internet. Thank God. An unregulated marketplace where consumers can use Bitcoin to buy bad stuff, including drugs. Of course, they put the child porn or weapons Mm -hmm. or phony documents. I Um, I just love this paragraph because it's just so they use it to buy bad stuff. It's like, A, they're tying something to, you know, this event, the this alleged vac- vaccination fraud ding <laughs> frauding thing um to a bunch of other things that are bad you know that obviously have nothing to do with each other but um i would be remiss if we didn't point out that obviously people buy all those things every day with federal reserve notes and in much higher quantities than they do with bitcoin so you know and without even going to the dark web and yeah. um now again i don't have issues I do have issues now. Child porn is is bad. Exploiting children's bad thing, and yeah, we have wood chippers for that. Yeah, exactly. And fuck those people. But um, yeah. but uh, like drugs, weapons, or phony document. Like, I don't have issues with you know. Who's to say that that um, you know, it, it's kind of like they're already. It's they've already made up their mind like like all drugs are bad and all weapons are bad and um all phony documents are bad and it's like it's like they're so black and white now but um uh and bias like it's it's just uh can we even call these places like news you know well definitely not journalism yeah it's definitely not journalism for sure um so i'll get on with it in the dark web, $25 gets you negative COVID-19 test and $200 um, gets you what looks like an authentic CDC vaccine card, Linder said. Cool. Wow. Um, Linder says, aside from threatening public health, oh, give me a break. Um, again, like if, if you guys are sick or you feel symptoms, like, you know, don't go out. Don't try to gather people sick or anything but i mean like you know i don't know you can live life there's nothing uh yeah yeah and they they um they did a study with like how many millions of people was it it was like 10 million people where they said that you couldn't spread that that you couldn't spread it asymptomatically so if you have no Mm -hmm. symptoms you really can't and 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 that's rare asymptomatic spread is not common and it's rare with almost, you know, it's rare with almost everything. So it's not, and it's crazy that they were even um, suggesting that, uh, that it was common with, with COVID, which, you know, it's not common with, with anything. So, um, but uh, okay. So, Sorry, so uh, you no, you're good. It's when they keep on here with the uh, with the same thing of just like demonizing. Yeah, um, they like to demonize cyber criminals yeah. are making money from their customers by reselling their names, dates, births, email, and home addresses. You Again, know, not 
an accusation of this happening in this instant at all. Just, right. They're just putting that out there, you know, that, you know, hey, maybe, you know, you can go ahead and tie this to it. And it's funny because we'll get to it here in a second. But if you look at what they're saying about this, this James Con care guy who they're accusing of this, like <laughs> he doesn't sound like a bad dude <laughs> at all. <laughs> so go on. You said what? He doesn't sound like a bad dude. No, no, not at all. They, um, <laughs> no, yeah, I like they, him. They, I, don't know. I was like, not yeah, all heroes wear capes. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, here go down to where, see where it says local man loses his job over TikTok video. Like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like start reading the dude's fucking. Okay, okay, okay. I got, yeah. I, got I got you. Um, James Conquer, 26 year old internet marketing specialist, uh, at 1305 Creative in Tampa, allegedly posted on TikTok that he had CDC vaccination cards for sale. Another user on the site, Mississippi pharmacist Savannah Mound, posted a video calling him out. Ooh, a, uh, a Karen. Uh, let's read the description, shall we? Selling blank COVID vaccine cards, uh, DM me, Mound said in her, in her video. Now, um, now, James, do you think it's smart to advertise that you not only forge medical documents, but that you also have the intent to distribute them. Ooh, the intent to distribute. Mom took down her her video from TikTok, but it was re- reposted on Twitter, where it has been more than where it has been seen more than two hundred and ten thousand times. Yeah, they wrote that weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, a little. Uh, yeah, they don't. They're they're not only not journalists, but they don't know how to. Uh, they don't know how to write either. Um. After it was posted, 1305 Creative tweeted, we are aware of the allegations against one of our employees. This employee has been terminated as we've concluded a swift review of his actions. So um, I've never heard of this 1305 Creative company, but uh, I'm definitely boycotting them. Um, uh, I don't know what they sell or you know what they do, but we reached out to the company, but they declined further comment. According to public records, Conquer gives in a gated neighborhood in Wesley Chapel since he was fired. He has deactivated all of his social media sites. We left a message for him at his home, but have not heard back from him. Yeah, leave him alone, dude. Um, long, okay, so yeah, here it goes. Yeah, check this out. Long before his TikTok post, James Conquer was considered a hero, of course. Um, when he was 19, Conquer was named first runner-up for the Be More Positive Award presented by ABC Action News. By this very organization. Yeah. But... <laughs> that, that has been criticizing him this whole time. <laughs> yeah, they've been criticizing and, and demonizing him the whole time. Um, but they like gave him an award like years ago. Um, con- the same people, too. Uh, Concare found more than... Seven hundred dollars a customer. Wait, Concare found more than seven hundred. So, oh, seven hundred dollars a customer dropped in the grocery store parking lot and turned it in over to a manager, so it could be returned to its rightful owner. Well, that, that's awesome, man. Like, dude, who, and I mean, who does most that? of us, I, dude, and I like. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I probably wouldn't do that <laughs> if I found just seven hundred dollars cash. I'd be like, "Oh fuck!" There's no know. way anybody's ever gonna know. You know how yeah. would you ever get this back? You know, I probably wouldn't even think to turn it into the manager because I'd assume the manager's just gonna take it. 
So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the manager might take it too. Um, but that probably is the right thing to do. I'm saying that I would probably not do the right thing. And that's if I like if I saw somebody drop it, I'd be like, dude, you dropped your money. Exactly. You know yeah. I mean? But like, dude, like, I mean, let's be real. Like, we we all say we turn it in, but like, that's a that God's testing you at that moment. <laughs> at least me. <laughs> well, I have I have turned in money before. Not not that amount. Um, but I I have turned in money. A, definitely a significantly smaller amount of money, but I've turned in money saying, Hey, like, I don't know where the, where this came from. Um, but I think somebody dropped it. And then the, the person came back and was like, Hey, have you guys, I'm this much short. I think I dropped something. And uh, the manager's like, yeah, here. And it was like, like that guy. And then they, they thanked me, but um you up on their shoulders, carried you around. It was great. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, not quite, but um, maybe next time. Right, but uh, but no, yeah. I mean, uh, where is that going with that? Well, it got this guy a new story, so you know, right? Get something yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, let's see, where should where did I leave off here? Um, uh, so it could be turned to his rightful owner, and then um, it goes in. Uh, Conqueror has oh, yeah. not been charged with any crime. Okay, yeah. Conquer has not been charged with any crime in connection <laughs> with his recent post. Nice. Um, a Pasco County Sheriff spokesperson said in an email statement, we are aware of his in, uh, aware of this instance, but we do not currently have investigation open on this individual. Local FBI spokesperson emailed, while the FBI does not confirm or deny the existence of an investigation, we want to ensure the public the FBI remains committed to pursuing those exploiting the COVID-19 pandemic to perpetuate fraud schemes. Um, is, CDC is this vaccine- illegal? Like, is it even illegal? I mean, do they have, like, laws against this yet? Or I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I don't even know. I mean... I guess um I guess if you like stole them if you're stealing medical documents yeah I don't um yeah I don't know I mean because it, it doesn't sound like I mean it, it sounds like they charge them with something and it sounds like they haven't um um yeah I don't know I guess I guess it says um well, that, the, the thing is, is that, that F, the FBI doesn't care. They, they really don't. They want, um, they'll be given leads and stuff all the time that they don't pursue. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And, uh, you know, bad things happen, but because bad things happen, they get more funding or, you know, whatever. They make else. up half their, or they, they, they do like 99% of their, terrorist things they bust anyhow so like that's them setting it up it's not even real busts yeah yeah they they create those those terrorists um they are terrorists so you know and their their incentive is to fail so that they can get more money and more funding and um stuff like that now the only reason why every once in a while they they do do a good act is because they're competing with other agencies but um but uh you know that's for a different, a different day, a different discussion. So, um, but uh, we'll get on with it here. CDC vaccination cards can't be tracked. 
Security experts say one reason fraud is rampant is that the CDC cards are easy to forge and can't be tracked like passports or driver's licenses. Yes. Um, we were in such a rush, and understandably so, as a country to get the vaccines done that the idea of making them diligently verifiable was an afterthought, Winder said. <laughs> uh, we're going to have hundreds of millions of vaccination doses administered in a matter a very short period of time. And I think we're in a challenge now to catch up on that. Uh, President Joe Biden says tracking vaccines will be left up to private companies or states. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed an order prohibiting so-called vaccination passports last week. Um, cool. He's prohibiting them. That's nice. Yeah, he's a, um, you know, I'm not like, you know, a fan of government people, but it's just one of those things where it's like when, when all this went down, I I wasn't unhappy that I was in Florida, you know, because uh, Ron yeah. has been doing, you know, he's, it's, it's, it's not Michigan. Let's say that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Time to move to Florida, guys. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be Dags next to our neighbor here pretty soon. I think this is something that has huge privacy implications. It is not necessary to do, Governor DeSantos said. Cool says people should not look for shortcuts when it comes to getting vaccinated. It's, it's just super important to protect your health and the health of others, Cool said, reminding people that it's no longer difficult to get a vaccine and it's free. Um, okay. We contacted the CDC to see if they plan to make any changes in the cards to make forgeries less likely, but they have yet to respond. Well, how, how can they change it now when you've got thousands of people who already have these vaccine cards how are you going to change them now yeah and i mean 100 million people already have this shit it's like do you even need a vaccine card like really like like i don't know like i guess i could understand while first people are getting it you know but it's like after what another month like everybody who wants it's gonna have it so it's like why do you even need it right unless you were trying to create some sort of cast system <laughs> exactly unless you're <laughs> unless you didn't want to like save people from an island that a volcano erupt <laughs> um so we concluded that james con concar is a hero um that that's my that's my conclusion anyway i know dude he's returning money to people he's you know giving people vaccine cards like, love this uh, guy already man yeah that's great. It's on the dark web. Oh, that was just so funny. So, right, look at that. We gave you guys a whole episode too. Right? Yeah, we actually we actually gave you guys a whole episode there. So, um, I thought we were going to keep it short, but uh, when I saw that, I well, I had seen that, and uh, I was like, "Oh man, Dad, we we've got to do this one too." Like in the in the middle of recording it, so. Yeah, yeah, no, that, no, that, that's a good one. And that was spontaneous. That and, was pretty uh, close to home for me. So. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I mean, how can you not report on uh, yeah. some some uh, yeah, darknet slash yeah. you know yeah. black market vaccine certificate stuff? So yeah, I just, I, I just love it because it just frames just how you know mainstream news does things where they put in all this stuff that has nothing to do with the story at hand, but just to cast a dark shadow on it. You know, yeah, just to uh, make you look bad and telling. stuff. Right. So, 
Um, so anyhow, um, I don't know. We are going to get a really good episode out to you guys here real soon too. So bear with us. Yeah, next couple of days for sure. We'll have um, we'll have another one for you guys. So definitely look forward to that. Um, me and Dag are in the middle of like researching it, so it's uh, it's going to take us going to take us at least twenty four hours to do. get that to. Yeah, we've got we got some homework to do before we um, we like to actually you know when we when we're we, trying we're trying we, y'all right yeah we try harder than uh than abc action fake news or whatever so <laughs> do, do you have anything well, else uh dag no but um we should probably not give people awards for things because um you know in a couple of years when they do something terrible we might have to revoke it so we should learn our lesson from abc action news <laughs> yeah right uh so but no that, that that's all i got man um you, you got that quote from earlier yeah, I got that quote. And if if I were to do like an award, like uh, an Agorist of the Year award for 2020, I would definitely give it to Saul Mayweather because of, and shout out to him, man, because of 3D printer Go Burr he set up last year. Um, yeah, super cool. Uh, you know, he's done so much for Agorism. He, he goes on like every Agorist podcast that he can. A huge influencer, huge Twitter following. He writes on New Libertarian, um, his own stuff. He he, he even uh, wrote and 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 writes for us um, at Agorish Nexus. Uh, he's got a couple articles there if you guys want to check him out and uh, check them out. And um, you know, uh, so so yeah. If I if if I did give an Agorist award for twenty twenty, it would be uh, be for Saul. So. Shout out to him, man. Congratulations, Saul. <laughs> Congrats, man. Um, so with, with that said, uh, we got a quote here. And it was funny. Me and Dag actually had to Google this to make sure that it wasn't um, fake, that it was actually it like a fake, real. right? <laughs> yeah. Like, an, like we had to make sure this is actually a real quote. Um but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's real. Um, so cannibalism is a radical but realistic solution to the problem of overpopulation. Prince Philip. Uh, uh, Gorse next is out. Yeah. <laughs> Messed up quote. Gorse next is out. 